0: Sunday school begins at 10 o'clock a.m. And we have a spirit filled service every Sunday. Amen. We have a spirit filled service every Wednesday at yes. six o'clock p.m. And because we are in the lateness of the hour, we are sharing the truth and sincerity of God's word with God's people to be able to furnish them, to be a man furnished. Because the word of God tells us this, Minister Mildred, the Lord is coming back for a church without spot, wrinkle or blemish or any such thing. And we know that an excuse Ain't nothing but a made-up lie. So on amen. that note, we're going to ask you to share a scripture with us, and we're going to go before the throne of grace, amen. In prayer, in Jesus' name, uh. amen. Praise God, amen. And we just thank and
1: praise God. Truly, this is the day that the Lord has made, and I will rejoice and be glad in it. Psalm 15:1 say, "Lord, who shall abide in thy tabor? Who shall dwell?" In the holy hill. Heavenly Father, once again, we come to you thanking and praising you, Lord, for this beautiful, beautiful day. The day that you alone has made. And, Lord, we want to thank you from the bottom of our hearts. We want to thank you. Hallelujah, hallelujah, that you allowed us to be here one more time. Lord, we're grateful. We're grateful because we know that you didn't have to do it, but you did. Lord, many others is not here to even voice their Uh, opinion, or anything, God, because they are going on. But God, you left us here, and we are so grateful and thankful. We ask you to be with the bereaved family throughout this land, everywhere, God, all over. Lord, in the lateness of an hour, we hear so much going on, even in the media. The young lady that was killed by the uh, over there in Washington this past couple days, we ask you to be with her family, Lord. Be with her family, God, during this crisis time. We ask you to just have mercy upon us, God. Have mercy upon your people, God. The uh, uh, the 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 condition of our world is just so. God, we need you. We need you. We need you. We need you, Lord. They're talking about the shutdown in Washington, but thank God that it's not a shutdown in heaven. God, that we can call on you, Hallelujah, any time of the day. Yes, God, we Lord. thank you today. Thank we you, thank Jesus. you, Lord. That there's never a shutdown with you. Lord Lord. God, your children would never go without because we know you, God. Hallelujah. And you promised, your word promised, God, that you'd never leave us. Never. That you'd never forsaken us. Yes, Lord. God, we thank you for that. Thank you. Hallelujah. Glory to your name, God. We thank you.
0: We thank you.
1: We praise you in this day. Amen. Amen.
0: Amen. Brothers and sisters, truly we count it a privilege as well as an honor. To come into your homes, your places of confinement, wherever you might be, under the sign of our voice, and to let you know that Jesus is Lord and He rules, He reigns, and He is coming back yes, again, he is. as the Word of God says, He is indeed coming back for a church without spot, wrinkle, or blemish. Today, we'd like to share with God's people the because of the urgency of what is taking place around us, uh, the signs of the times are imminent. Oh, they are yes. showing each and every day, and uh, the Word of God clearly tells us: if the good man of the house knew what hour. The thief was coming. He would not suffer his house to be broken up. Yes, many of our spiritual homes are being broken up. Many of our natural homes are being broken up, and they are being destroyed. And yes, because iniquity is abounding, the love of many is waxing cold. Brothers and sisters, what I'd like to share with you, there is a dire need for you to keep the faith of God. Did you hear what I said? All right. There is a dire need for you to keep the faith of God, because even after the children of Israel were delivered out of bondage, after they were delivered from up under the wicked taskmasters of Pharaoh in Egypt, because of the hardness of their heart and their disbelief, Mm. it caused them to go back into bondage. Yes. But can I tell you something? Jesus doesn't have to do anything. But being that he is a gentleman, he is not going to twist our arms. He is not going to make us do anything. That's it. Amen. He's not going to force you to do it. But I will tell you this, that everything that he put inside of the word of God is enough to sustain of if we will quit making the excuses Come on. for our inadequacies and stand wholeheartedly on the word of God. As I said before, when it comes to growing a person's pocketbook up, we will go full force at growing a person's pocketbook up. But when it comes to living the pure, unadulterated word of God that is able to change us and to bring transformation in our life, we will make all type of excuses. There 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 are preachers, there are pastors, there are leaders that are making excuses for their inadequacies. There are those that are still addicted to worldly things and lifestyles of the world that is causing them, that is causing the sheep to stumble at their lifestyle. Jesus. Did you hear what I said, Minister Mildred? There are leaders out there that are making excuses for the life that they live. Now, not only a leader, but can I share something with you? It doesn't matter who you are. We are without excuse. And as long as we make excuse, yes, we've got people letting folk know that, you know what? I'm so glad it don't matter what I do. I'm so glad that, you know what? I'm saved by the grace of Jesus Christ. And and you know what? uh, I didn't save myself. That is true the blood that was applied to the doorpost, watch this and stay with me on this people of God, the blood that was applied to the doorpost, even on the children of Israel, stay with me now. Don't, 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 don't get all bent out of shape. But the same blood that was applied to their doorpost that caused the death angel once Mm. to bypass them was not enough to sustain them while they were in the Egypt because of their disbelief and disobedience because that same death angel that passed them the first time, it didn't get them in the wash. But it got them in the rents. And because of their disbelief and hard-heartedness, many of them perished in the wilderness. We've got a lot of saints that have gone back into the wilderness in their minds. Minister Miller. we've got a lot of them that have gone back to things that God originally brought them out of. Many of them have gone back to whoremonging, adulterating, lying, cheating, and stealing. Many of them have even uh, uh, began to start doing things that God delivered them from years and years ago. See, when we came to salvation and we came to the Lord, yes. we asked the Lord to take us out of the world. Because the Word of God says this, Minister Mildred, love not the what? The, love not the world, neither the things that are in the world. He said if you love the world, the love of the Father is not in you. So when I was in the world, I stood on the corner. I drank. Yes. Amen, I drank liquor. I drank wine. I drank beer. I drank all of those things when I was in the world. I smoked weed. I snorted cocaine. Amen. I stood there. I went to the juke joints. I, I listened to, amen, to the uh, seductive music. I listened to the perverted music. I listened to cheating in the next room and all of these things that were in the world. But, but when I asked God to save me and, and deliver me, he took me out of those things. And when he took me out of those things, Minister Mildred, he did not take me out for me to go back into those things. I, I, I was involved in pornography and perversion and, and, and all type of uh, uh, perverted acts and things. But God did not take me out of that only for me to make it a part of my life again. Amen. And so, brothers and sisters, we are saying that we must earnestly contend, contend. for the faith That was once delivered unto the saints minister mildred if you'll go with me and help me out i I need your help with this because we want to let god's people know that there is a prerequisite for pleasing god and and it goes down to this are you seeking to please bishop townsend or are you seeking to please god because we've got so many men pleasers out there today we got so many pastor pleasers out there today until it is totally a shame
1: amen bishop as you was talking you know, we have to fight to contend. We got to do battle, you know, because there's a many false prophets and false teachers in this end time. And if we don't know the word of God, we will be, you know, in for a fall. And that's the whole thing, because they're going to come subtle. It's going to sound good to you because the flesh wants these things. Like you were saying, you you God deliver you from the drinking. Why won't you want to go back to that? God deliver you from the parting. Why do you want to go back to these things? You know, and the enemy, but the word of God let us know that these things are going to happen in the last days. Because the people that once stood for holiness, once stood for righteousness, once stood, for you know, from the deliverance. Now going back like a dog, go back to his vomit. The same things are happening today.
0: Well, it may sound as though that you're just talking off the top of your head, Minister Mildred. It may sound as though that, you know what, that you're just saying something just to be saying it. But brothers and sisters, let me share this with you. And this is no reproach against anybody amen we're living in times where god's judgment is in the land oh yes amen god's judgment is in the land and this is not throwing stones this is not casting but can i share something with you amen we are not covered under the blood if we're living sinful lives you better believe it and i want to share that with you straight up off the top no if you are living a sinful life you are not covered under the blood yes god's grace and mercy is out there for a lot of people that's right that's right even asap said when i looked at the prosperity of the wicked mm-hmm. i almost mm-hmm. slipped why because it appeared as though that they were getting away with exactly. murder but god's judgment is there.
1: It's there?
0: Huh? God's judgment is there, and Leading so a lot God's of time, people wrong. Amen. Yeah, yeah. God's judgment is there. So we've got many leaders and pastors and pastors' wives and and deacons and, and deaconesses and and different auxiliaries in the church that are living unfruitful and ungodly lives. And these things, just because it appears as though that it's okay in God's eyesight, I assure you, my brothers and sisters, it is not. As we go to the Word of God, the Book of Jude, Minister Mildred, the Book of Jude. And starting at verse number one, we're going to, because of the uh, lateness of the hour, we're going to do some skipping. Uh, Jude chapter one. And then we're going to go to second Peter because uh, we want to share with you the importance of staying focused as to what the word of God says. Now, there are those that can can I share something with you? You see, if I'm in sin, I got to make an excuse for your sins, too. If I'm living a sinful life, I've got to tell you, well, you know what? I'm just as messed up as you are. And so we're all trying to make it. But you know what? Now, watch this. When I took on the role of a parent. When I took on the role of a father to my children, I was not just trying to be a friend to my children. Yeah, the, the, I let them know that I could, I, I mean, the attribute that I could play the role of a friend. Yes, I could. But the main primary MO for me was to be a father. Come on. And that was to be a nurturer and a guider. And, and, and my role as a father meant that when it came to it, I had to administer discipline. Yes. Can you say discipline, Minister Mildred? Discipline. (laughs) Discipline. (laughs) I had to administer (laughs) discipline to those children to let them know that the balance between mother and father is in good standing with God. Now, whereas sometime mother may let them get away with something, father wouldn't. Yes. And sometime when father would let them get away with something, mother wouldn't. All right. But my role, amen, as the priest of the house was to let them know that God has me in charge. Now, If you are a man or woman of God and God's got you in charge, now, how is it that, you know what, how can I raise my child if I'm still a a child in mind myself? That's right. How can I lead my sons or my daughters into a prosperous way of life if I'm no better in mind than they are? And that's what we've got. We've got a lot of leaders that are up and they're trying to lead God's people. And what they're doing is they're making the excuses for the sinful lives that they're living and saying, but if we hang in there, God going to get us all there. Well, look at Nathan I'm sorry, look at Dathan and Korah mm, in the wilderness mm, with Moses. mm, And they said, you know what, we are leaders too. Mm -hmm. And you know what, we are tired of you telling us what you think God wants us to do. And so Moses had to make a decision and said, now who's on the Lord's side? Come over here. Yes. And that's what God is telling you today, brothers and sisters, who is on the Lord's side, because God is getting ready to bring more destruction than what we've ever seen before. Not long we witnessed a man, not even even here in the state of Louisiana, where a, 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 a prominent clergy was 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 gunned down right in the sanctuary. Yes, Lord. Now, I'm not telling you this to pass judgment. I'm telling you this because God's judgment is in the land. That's right, Bishop. And you can overlook it if you mm-hmm. want, but God's judgment is in the land. Now, whatever reason God allowed this to happen, you decide. Mm. But what happened to the covering of the blood? Mm. What happened to the cover? So, brothers and sisters, what we're trying to get you to see is that we got to contend for God's faith. Yes, it. I don't care what Bishop Townsend mm-hmm. tell you. To Amen. I, I, I don't care <laughs> if Bishop Townsend is making an excuse Do for you to battle. stay in sin mm. and, and say, well, you know what, uh, 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 Brother Snobgrass, we going to get there. Amen. But how many times did Jesus tell, For go and sin no more, less or worse a worse thing? See, when you keep on following the lies, the tricks, and the deception of the enemy, his job is to steal, kill, and And destroy my message of preaching is not designed to make you come back and say, Bishop Townsend, oh, I enjoyed your message. No, I want the conviction of God's Holy Ghost to come on your heart and cut you enough to say, yes, when he preaches again, I won't be found in that place anymore. I won't be found in that adulterous relationship. I won't be found in that fornicative relationship.
1: Amen. Bishop, what you're saying is a real man of God, a real woman of God wanna see people in heaven. They wanna see people not, you know, letting the enemy trick them. That's the whole thing. A real man of a woman of God are concerned about souls. And and when we see or the real woman, a man of God see them, you know, living beneath their privilege, that the enemy can take them and, and, and do harm to them and, and last but least steal their soul.
0: Now watch this. Here's the bad part about it that you don't understand is as mere sheep and, and, and lambs of God. When you got people that are living worldly lifestyles, watch this. When you got people that are living contradictive to the word, will and way of God, watch this. The impartation of the godly man is imparted into his student. Remember when Elijah got ready to be taken up into heaven. And the first thing that he said was when he said, Elijah, he said, look, I'm getting ready to go. And God's going to take me from you. What do you want me to do for you before I go? Listen to this very carefully, brothers and sisters, because when you're up under a certain type of leadership, this is what's going to be imparted to you. If you're up under a leader that makes excuses for his lies of staying in sin, that's what's going to be imparted to you. Elijah said, I want a double portion mm. of your spirit. And the first thing he said, well, you asked a hard thing. But nevertheless, if you're with me when the Lord elevates me and Mm. takes me up, it will be given unto you. And so what happened is, we've got people, and I like to ask the question, what type of spirit is being imparted unto you? Go ahead, Mr. Mildred. Amen. No,
1: I was listening to the bishop. That that was a a great analogy, what you were saying. Because if you don't, you know, you're going to just finish that. Because I was just saying. Well, I was going to say this. And
0: then not only that, if that person that you've got a preaching to you and teaching you or acting in a leadership type of position and they are living a sinful lifestyle now what happens when they lay hands on you? Uh uh-uh. uh. What happens now when they are because they are living a worldly lifestyle and they go to pray for you and lay hands on you and and, and they've got Marvin Gaye's sexual healing all <laughs> oh, in their mind. Okay, my
1: bitch. And then man. when they go to lay
0: hands on you, uh, the the, the sexual healing, uh, uh, manifestation, and the vibration in which that they listen to or the drunken <laughs> stupor from drinking the wine and the champagne, the beer, and all of the alcoholic beverages. When they lay hands on you, and we call those alcoholic beer, uh, beverages spirits anyway Mm,
1: mm, mm.
0: they call them spirits and so now God delivered me from the spirits but now we are partaking back of the spirit Minister, let me watch this we got a few minutes I want to share this with God's people Jude the first chapter read that for me number one say Jude the
1: servant of Jesus Christ and the brother of James to them that are sanctified by God the Father and preserved in Jesus Christ and call Mercy unto you and peace and love be multiplied. Number three. Beloved, when I gave all diligence to write unto you of the coming salvation, it was needful for me to write unto you and to exhort you that you should earnestly contend for the faith which was once delivered. Until the saints.
0: Now, now I want you to understand this with all clarity and understanding because faith can diminish when you get around the wrong people. Uh Uh-uh. I I don't care what type of leader that we have, faith can diminish. Bishop Townsend, why are you saying this? Because let me tell you something. We're getting ready to enter back into what's called the Jim Jones era. Mm. And the Jim Jones era says that they started out in a way that seemed pleasing in the sight of God. but And later went on, they began to manipulate, to control, and divert the mentality of God's people. And they Mm. made them subservient to the preacher as opposed to the word of God. If you are not careful, there are men and women of God's God that will make you subservient to their ideas and opinions as opposed to the word of God. Say it now. Why? What happened in verse number four? Minister? Number Bridget? four said, for there are certain men. And that goes for men and women. There are certain men and women that have done what? Crept in unaware. How did they do it? They did it meticulously using the word of God, and they did it in such a way because of your ignorance concerning the word of God. But when God said through the mouth of the apostle, study to show yourself approved, but because you've been so accustomed to being spoon-fed the word of God, now they have crept in unaware. And what has happened? Who were before
1: of old ordained to this condemnation. Now, they
0: got an ordination, but it's not the type of ordination you think, even though it was a big, luxurious thing that was done in the church, but the true ordination in which that they got is one that God has ordained. And what does it say, Minister Mildred?
1: Ungodly men turning uh-huh. the grace of God into less sinfulness.
0: Ungodly men and women that have mm. turned the grace of God into last citizens you know what that means? It's all about the Benjamins now. Oh, it's yes. all about the cause, it's all about the prosperity. Yes. It ain't about looking for the coming of the Lord. No, no, more. no, no, no. no. It's about me dying happy when I leave. It's about me having that dream house I've always wanted. It's about me having that car I always wanted, and the bank account I've always wanted. And yet there's a dreadful disease destroying their body. Yes. And yet they don't know it. And they know it, so they say, Well, I want to live this life before I leave so that I can have these things. But these are the ungodly folk that have crept into the church and are no longer concerned about your soul than an ant is concerned about a, 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 a dog building him an anthill.
1: You better believe it. And denying the only Lord God and our Lord Jesus Christ.
0: Go over to verse number 10, Minister Miller, because of the lateness of the hour. We've got to soon stop. Verse number 10 says what? But these speak evil of those things
1: which they know not. Uh Uh-huh. But what they know naturally. They're
0: functioning more on the natural aspect of their godly walk than they are on the spiritual aspect of their godly walk. You see, one thing I've come to understand that in the arena of a child of God— I have everything I need already Hallelujah! in the Lord Jesus Christ. I have it already. And I want you to know that as a child of God, you have it too. But just like everything happens in seasons, you don't have to get quick and in a hurry to do things. That's the reason why a lot of times many of us are bound by the payday loan companies. We're bound by this because, you know what, pastor told me that my ship is coming in. And we go out and get those cars. And you know what, we end up trying to prove that we're prosperous and we end up owing more money trying to be like Pastor. Blessing of the Lord. <laughs> trying to be like bishop. Trying to be like a Make Apostle. it rich and add no sorrow. Uh-huh. And Amen. now we've been led into a financial prison. Say it. But a real man of God is going to tell you that what God, what, what, uh, the blessings of the Lord make it the rich, yeah. and they don't add any sorrow. No
1: sorrows.
0: Number 10 says what they are what minister did, and then we're going to skip on down to verse But these up.
1: speak even of those which they know not, but what they know naturally as brute beasts. In those things, they correct themselves.
0: We're talking about leaders. We're talking about preachers that have corrupted their own mind by the elements of the things of life, that have put more emphasis on those things, that have put more emphasis of the world as opposed to the things of God. Verse number 12 says what? These are spots in your
1: feasts of charity. When they feast with you, feeding themselves without fear, clouds they are without water, carried about the winds, Trees who fruit witheth without fruit, twice dead,
0: plucked up by the roots. These are spots in your feast. That's what they become. Yes, that's right. That's right. They've made excuses for their inadequacies. And so what they do is that they have to get you in a mind of pleasure and luxury. But, but they have become feast. They have become feasts because you know what? Now they feast on you. Yes, Lord. They feast on your unintelligence. They feast on your unsuspicion. Jim Jones feasted on the unsuspecting minds of those that he had the preeminence over. And little by little, he began to divert from the true calling of godliness, righteousness, and holiness and begin to make excuses. And you know what he started doing? He started drinking again. Mm -hmm. He started drinking the very stuff that God took him from. He started doing it again. And then you know what he began to do? He began to make the sheep feel as though that they were cursed by not listening to him. Mm -hmm. Brothers and sisters, I'm ministering to you because we're living in the final hours of God's coming. And if you don't listen to God's word, you are going to be subjected to those that are manipulating mass hypnosis, mind control, and all type of things that are happening right in the body of Christ today. Minister Mildred, verse number 14 says what?
1: And Enoch. Also, the seven from Adam prophesies of these, saying, Behold, the Lord cometh with 10,000 of her saints.
0: Uh huh. To do what? To execute judgment. Now, wait a minute now. Wait a minute. I'm covered by the blood, so mm-hmm. I don't have to worry about him executing judgment on me. But mm-hmm. I can live any kind of way. No, 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 no. It doesn't work that way. Either I'm godly or uh-huh. I'm ungodly. Yes. And when God took me out of the bar. Yes. When God took me out of the nightclub. Yes. When God took me out of perversion. Mm. When he took me out of illicit sex, I think now that the enemy has made us think that since we 're not out there in the world, we can bring the world, world in our in home, home now long as I, i'm not the, I know some parents they're, they're so uh, uh, a corrupted minister in their mind till they say i i don 't want my child out there in the street having sex, so I let them have sex in the house that way I know where they are Oh my God i don't let them drink out in the street i let them drink in the house and and party because i know where they are well can i tell you something there is no right way to do wrong that's it bishop i was just thinking lord and there's no wrong way way to to do do right right.
1: yes lord
0: when we have been delivered from something and we go back into it then you know what we've done the bible says that we've opened ourselves up to more demonic spirit now if you've got a shepherd that are doing these type of things there's all type of denying spirits on that shepherd yes it is Yes, they are. Oh, yes, they are. Bishop yes. Townsend, if you're out there drinking the stuff that God delivered you from, you open yourself back up to demonic spirits, Bishop Townsend. Yes. If you're out there snorting cocaine and doing drugs, and we got a lot of leaders out there that are supposed to be doing that. But the problem is, verse number 15 says, God is coming back to do what, Mr. Miller? To execute what? Judgment <laughs> upon all. Wait and a minute. To convince to all, all that, 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 that. That means the saint. That means the sinner. Everybody. That means those all. that know God and those that don't know That's God. And right. then what else?
1: Amen. Everybody. And to
0: convince all of what? And to
1: convince all, again, all uh-huh. that are ungodly among them of all their ungodly deeds, uh-huh. which they have ungodly committed, mm-hmm. and of all their harsh speeches, which ungodly sinners have spoken against him.
0: Their ungodly speeches. Yes. See, they make a speech to cover up while they're living a life that is worldly again. Yes, Lord. Number sixteen says what? And then we're going to skip over to uh, Second Peter real quick. All right. These are mirrors. murderers. Murderers. You know what? Mur- murderers. Because yes. you know what? When I get you to live a life and mur- make mur- you mur- think that yes. it's okay to be in the sin that you're in, I'm helping to murder you. Yeah, I'm I'm murdering you. If I'm not telling you to come out of that sinful lifestyle, if I'm not telling you to come out of that adulterous relationship, if I'm not telling you to come out of that, that fornicative relationship, I'm helping to murder you. Murmur. For the for the sake for the sake of me, you know, we got murmurers. Mm-hmm. Complainers. and a murmur a, a murmur is a person that speaks against the word of God.
1: Clamp and complain and all that.
0: <laughs> and then what does it say? They're walking after what?
1: Walking after their
0: own lust. Okay, so I want to drink some wine. I'm gonna tell you it's okay to drink wine. Their own lust. I want to drink some beer, so I'm going to tell you it's okay to Their drink Their own beer. lust. That's my lust. <laughs> so on, now man. I'm putting my lust on you. I, I'm going to tell you now, because I'm perverted, that whatever you do in your bedroom is between you and your husband, between you and your wife. No, I'm making you partakers of my lust so I can feel comfortable so that when you do wrong, you can't tell me about my wrong. Maybe when you go to hell, we can see each other, but it won't be that <laughs> Well, you have know. your own section, and I'll have <laughs> right, my own right, section, so we right. still ain't going to see each other. Well, that's Minister Miller, Second Peter, real quick, uh, the second chapter. God. We ain't got but about four minutes, and so we've got to get ready. Second get Peter. Second Peter, the second chapter, starting at verse number 18 through 22. Read those for me, please. Amen. For when they speak great swelling words. So so, so they get up on the church, and they begin to preach, and they oh, speak in yes. tongues.
1: Uh, yes. They it, holler by uh, Yes. Hick them on the knee.
0: And they're full of shata. <laughs> they're full of the shata. <laughs> but the thing about it is when they begin to speak great, great swelling words, words, and then what happens? A vanity. A vanity. Only speaking more about stuff than the delivering power of Jesus Christ.
1: The word of God.
0: And true. then what else? They are lured through the lust of the flesh. Okay, so they already know what your flesh Come on. is weak about. Come on. So if your flesh is already weak, they're just helping to keep your flesh weaker. Nothing good in his flesh. Uh Amen. I told you you, that the impartation that the spirit of the leader is imparted to the congregation yes and if you've got a fleshly leader you're going to have fleshly congregation. amen if you've got a worldly leader you're going to have worldly congregation. amen yeah, if you've got a holy righteous leader you you're going have to have holy righteous no congregation. doubt in my mind hallelujah you can tell you chi- go in a household if the mom and daddy stutter, it ain't hard to tell the children gonna learn from the mom and dad
1: yes
0: and you know what you got a whole house full of stutters because children learn what they hear and see yes So now if I make excuses, but you know what? I'm I'm so thankful for the realness of God's spirit. I remember minister Mildred when I was out in the world and my little brother came to me and I was high as a kite. And the first thing he asked me, my eyes were bloodshot. I had been snorting cocaine and drinking and this, that, and the other. And he came and he he was just a little fella. And he asked these questions. He said, why do you do this to yourself? Now I could have made an excuse to say, man, I'm getting my bubble on, man, I'm having a good time. But you know what I told him, minister Mildred? Mm. I'm a fool. And I can't help myself unless God helps me. I'll die in this. And think about God then brought us from certain lifestyles Said. only for the enemy to get us let's to make us die back. back in it again. Amen. Minister, come on, I let's go to Second Peter. Second Peter, two through eighteen through twenty-two. Read those scriptures, please.
1: And for when they speak great swelling words of vanity, they are lured through the lusts of the flesh through much wantonness. Those that were once that were clean escaped from them. Now look at here you live once, in error. Look
0: at you once was clean from that mess. You was once clean from the wine. You was once clean from the beer. Mm-hmm. You was once clean from the alcohol. You was once clean from the from the from the, from the uh, alluring and seductive song. You was once clean, but now you then went back to it. That's the word of God, Bishop. It's your that's the word. And then what else? While they
1: promised them liberty, they themselves are the servants of corruption.
0: And what else?
1: For the whom a man is overcome are the same as he brought in bondage. See, you're going to get brought in bondage, and then what's going to happen? For if they, after they have escaped the pollution of the world through the knowledge of the Lord Jesus Christ, they are again entangled therein and overcome. The latter end is worse with them than the beginning. And then what's going to happen? For it had been better for them not to have... Known the way of righteousness, Mm -hmm. then after they have known it to turn from the holy commandment Uh delivered unto them. And then what else? But it is happened unto them that what happened.